0: Welcome to the Harrington Star FinTech Diversity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase the people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know that we need so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens. In these diversity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of FinTech, The Talent Surgery, The Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of them all, the Women of Fintech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me for more information to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through my LinkedIn or at nadia.edwards-dashdy at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Women of Fintech podcast series. We're here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. Now, today we are joined by somebody who looks after technology and the future of technology outside fintech. So today it's not only about the fintech world, it's about the much bigger world outside of that. And that person is Plamina Shaneva the CEO of WonderCoders, a community of techies who strive for a more gender-balanced tech industry. Their mission is simple. It's to inspire, empower, and support women in pursuing careers in IT through mentorship, community to support, and hands-on instruction. She herself is a web developer, a tech lover, and a passionate entrepreneur. She's a relentless advocate for making the tech industry more welcoming and attractive and inclusive to women. So I know so many of you out there are going to be really interested in what she's got today to tell us and to share her story. So Plamina, welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So it would be great
1: if you could start off and tell us what is Wonder Codes? Yes, um, Wonder Coders is a non-profit organization. Um, we established it three, four years ago. And it was established, as you mentioned earlier, is dedicated to support diversity in technology. We started, um, it started out actually based on my experience within the industry. Uh, as you already mentioned, I have technical background. So my whole uh, work life and, and studying, um, Time was actually it was all about technology, and I was always, always minority, wherever I go. Whether it's whether it's at university in my class, I was the only female um, out of 120 people following the same computer science yeah. program. Yeah, that's quite of a big difference, that's right? A big difference. That's like percent um, Yeah. Oof. And this happened actually in Denmark, which is uh, mm. which was quite shocking for me um, as well um and and yeah tech conferences or any interesting events that were um, dedicated to you know software development or part of this field let's say i was always minority or even the only one um those kind of events so i felt lonely (laughs) to be honest with you at some point (laughs) yeah i felt i felt lonely and i thought I wanted to have kind of a group of, uh, you know, of people um, to have like a meetup group uh, that we meet once in a while and we do some uh, coding together or we talk about technology, but I wanted to find other women that have the same interest that, that I do mm.
0: um,
1: and it was so hard. It was really, really hard. I didn't have any role models in the industry. I didn't have any mentors to help me out um, throughout my education. Luckily, it was already my second education where I found um some of my colleagues at university were really, really good. They were all male, but they were very helpful. but this was already at my master's before mm-hmm. that, there was no one. so mm-hmm. I really felt like, yeah, sometimes, even not confident enough i I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm the only woman here i I felt like um, they know, the, the other guys in my class know, know more than I do. It felt, yeah, I didn't feel like I fit in. So I wanted to create, with Wonder Girls, we wanted to create um, a space, a safe space where everyone feels like they fit in, where you know, women can come by and say, hey, you, know, you have the same interests that I do, so we can you know, work on some cool projects together. At the same time, we didn't want to limit it only towards women. We wanted to make it as welcoming um, as possible to to guys as well, because at the end of the day, they're the people with the knowledge. Um, So if we want to grow and if we want to make a difference, we believe that everyone must be involved. Mm -hmm. Um, And most of our mentors are actually guys. They're supporting us throughout the project. So, yeah, that's how Wonder Colors was born. Um, And as, as an NGO, we not only support women. This is how it started, but we support diversity in general. We have a lot of people from different cultural backgrounds. We have different age groups. So it's it's really we're trying to you know make it as fun as possible and show everyone that is not rocket science <laughs> to yeah. learn how to pose. Um Yeah. So it's yeah. been great. Almost three right. years now
0: well it's it 's great to hear why it started and and what you 're doing with it, but also um you know your belief that this isn't it isn 't and you said it to me before it isn 't a girl power initiative instead it 's about you wanting to build better teams and you you 're really active in involving men in conversation, which I think is is unique and it's it 's definitely the way forward and something i really I really respect um, and and I think that what I really like about what you stand for is how passionate you are about discussing solutions to the gender gap problem in in technology and discussing them by using mentors, as as you've mentioned, and making sure that role models are highlighted. So I just wanted to just focus on that role model piece, because as you know, this is such a big thing for me, because this whole podcast series is about me shining a light on role models and saying, hey, everybody, listen to this person who doesn't necessarily
1: think they're a role model. But I wanted you to share your thoughts. They say um, you cannot be something you cannot see. So we need role models. Um, you have a hero, I have a hero, I have somebody who inspired me. Um, of course, you become the better version of yourself, and you might not follow the same footsteps of your hero or your role model you follow your own steps of course but you need this inspiration you need this motivation and this is what we do with our role models we feature women um, or people in the tech industry that has that have achieved a lot uh, and we celebrate their achievements Um, we show or we feature role models but we also have role models slash mentors so, those people are actually coming to our events and they're helping out those that are taking their very first steps in the tech industry or support those that are already in the field but are facing a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. I know what I went through trying to, you know, pave my way uh, in the tech industry, try to, you know, reach my goals and, and, and dreams. I went through a lot of challenges, really a lot, and I want to support those. That are going through the same challenges and tell them hey it's hard now but it will get better mm. so and
0: it's, it's worth just, it <laughs> yeah.
1: absolutely absolutely a lot of uh, especially women we not many of us are um like challenges and not many of us are up for taking risks um, and technology in the tech industry industry comes with that yeah you either take it or leave it as they say so a lot of women are actually leaving it before they have even tried it out. Um, and, and this is where we come as an organization. We say, hey, you haven't tried it yet. Why are you giving up? <laughs> mm. um, so yeah, so we're trying to inspire them. And, and of course it's challenging. There's nothing easy in this life in general, um, but technology is the future. And I truly believe that, that each and every one of us has to be involved in it in any way yeah and, and i love that
0: and I, and this is why i wanted you to to come on this podcast series because i will share this and i really encourage the people listening to this today to look up wonder coders and look up you and and connect because just listening to what you're saying there you know, you you've lived it, you've you're you've walked the talk, you know, you you've been through challenges, you want to share those challenges, but for the good to help more people come along this path so that we can we can change this industry for the better by by connecting and networking. So what I wanted you to talk about now is a bit of um, advice to organizations because they often they want to attract more females to their to their company but they don't know how to do it. And one of the big things that you talk about is making sure that the tech industry as a whole is becoming more welcoming and more inclusive um, to females and women. So if you could tell us about that, that'd be really good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's becoming definitely better slowly. Uh, it's, it's really like a long process because for me, this is a changing a whole mentality and way of working. Um, so it, it's not going to be easy, but I'm very happy that a lot of organizations started talking about it. Um, they might not necessarily have found the solution, but they are working towards that solution, and and I really love that. Um, there's a lot of companies that are reaching out to us, and they're saying, "Hey, you know, our ads, uh, job ads are out there, but um, no, we, we cannot." Um, attract mm. female tech talents most of the people that they apply are men and then i say hey go back and go through your ad and i can tell you that women when they apply for a position they're trying to fill in a hundred percent of all the requirements that you have listed in the job ad mm. so <laughs> which is not the case with a lot of guys because they take their they say hey i'm not really <laughs> yeah. good at all that this but i'm gonna Give it a go so i'm just gonna apply and whatever happens and i think this is this is one way of thinking it's 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 they have a they have a book that they have uh there is a book uh, written which was uh called uh, think like a programmer <laughs> for me for me uh, i think it would be more of a think as a woman to attract a woman <laughs> i yeah. think if, if you have to you know walk the shoes um Put your feet in 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 other people's shoes, and if you think that when you apply for a job as a woman, and you 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 go through this ad and you say, "Oh wow, I really don't understand that. Maybe I should skip it." If you think this mm. way, this is how other women think as well, or most of them. I'm not saying that all, course, but yeah. the majority, the majority will think this way, and this is where you're losing it. They're not even applying because they're afraid that they are not fitting filling in all the requirements. So this is one way of, of making a difference. Just go back to your job ad and rethink it in a way to make it more attractive. Mm. Another thing is the environment. I have worked at a lot of companies um, or small IT agencies or web agencies, you can call them. At the moment you enter the place, it's extremely masculine yeah like the, the the posters on the wall um the the way the whole uh, room is set up is just masculine there's no it, it doesn't say it that it's welcoming towards you know the other gender or genders so it's yeah i think you have to also look into the environment itself the talks all this bro culture it's a huge issue Mm. Although a lot of companies don't understand it because for them it's like, yeah, but they're guys, you know they have their own talks. that's fine, but how do you put one woman in this team and you expect that she's going to enjoy it?
0: yeah,
1: right so yeah, it will take some time there's a there's a there's a lot of gaps to be filled in until we reach a place where all the organizations you know be able to say yeah we we reached um equality or diverse we managed to diversify our teams
0: yeah so it's so it's so good to to hear you you know speak so clearly about what the problems you know the, the problem is and how we can start to start to change it and what i love is that you know your organization it's creating this safe space which is actually retaining female talent in the industry because actually that's like step one isn't it you know we we, of course we we, you know we want people to have have jobs in companies that they're happy with and companies themselves are are doing what they can to hire more female talent but actually there's a problem of losing female talent in the industry full stop because they're not they're not enjoying that environment and the tech themselves aren't being as welcoming as they could be so i think just hearing you talk about you know bro culture and it it is what it is and that's what companies say i think that's that's going to be really interesting to a lot of people that 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 listen to this podcast cuz you yourself you've you've come from that tech background you've been in you you've lived that you've walked that talk you know like you know what it feels like so just thinking about like your experience and and when you when you hear about other female coders starting at companies and they're the only female in the tech team what would you like to see more of to make those tech teams more welcoming
1: i think we've been focusing a lot we have a lot of organizations here you know you hear you hear a lot about uh, women in tech entrepreneurs uh, female developers or any of those organizations that are supporting you know diversity in in, in the industry but i think we put a lot of focus on changing women
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we're not focusing towards uh, changing organizations and their culture and I think this is what we actually with want to this is what we have think been thinking a lot for the past year and we are trying to come up with a good solution on how to instead of teaching not instead but I would say apart from teaching, you know, or educating or inspiring uh, women to to follow careers in tech, we need to, we're working also on finding a way to teach the organizations, to make them realize that they have problems because a lot of organizations that they don't even realize that it's an issue, Absolutely. that they have some gaps in their teams. Um, so we are working towards that, we're working uh, into training them to become more inclusive. Great. Yes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it will take some time because I think for the past few years, um, a lot of organizations have been focusing towards inspiring women. And I think it's time now to start focusing uh, on teaching the organizations how to attract or how to, to be more inclusive as yeah. mentioned.
0: And I love that because I know what you mean there. It's not just the attraction. It's what is the job actually going to be like for that yeah. person? Yeah. You know, and, and we spoke about this uh, the other day. And I'm so passionate about that. You know, As a recruiter, I want to make sure that if I'm going to place somebody in a company, that they are going to be happy there. When we do our follow-up calls and we're still in touch with them in six months, a year's time, we want to know they're in that company and they love being in that company. Not that they've become the one woman of a team of 20, and that one woman has to just fit into that team culture but instead yeah. what is the company doing to embrace this change so i'm really happy that you you've mentioned that because i i do think that companies need to yeah. take the responsibility
1: yeah and here it comes uh, a thought <laughs> you know I, I i literally grew up surrounded by by guys by men when when i started working with technology, I, I, I was very actually inspired from probably high school already. Um, and I started, I got into um, information technology um, program, then I studied computer science, and I was always minority. And I loved technology, so I didn't really give up because it was mu- very easy for me to give up at the beginning because it was mm. very hard. Most of the guys, they already knew um you know the 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 curricula um of the program they already knew how to to program they 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 knew so much about technology that you know much more than i did and at the beginning it was super stressful because i was constantly feeling that i wasn't good enough but i still love this industry and i didn't want to you know go um, and study some something else so i really stick to it um but you are put in a team of men and you, I wasn't a teenager, you know, I was already 19 years old. So I was almost past teenage years. I still felt that I had to change my behavior in order to fit in. Mm. So I actually had to change myself and I had to accept so many things and compromise so much, compromise my femininity so I can fit in in this masculine, you know, group, put it this way, in masculinity. Um, Because I had to hide my emotions or, you know, you hear some words like, you know, men up, for example, things like that. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, you learn to hide your emotions and to try to fit in. I think I was quite good actually to realize it at the beginning and I was like, ah, okay, I think, I had enough. So the first two years that that's how it went of my education. It was constantly, you know, me hiding somewhere in a corner or something, try to hide all the emotions and all the feminine part of, <laughs> of me um, in order to fit in. But after two years, I said, enough is enough. I'm not going to compromise myself in order to fit in. But I had to constantly prove to everyone that I was as good as the rest of the, you know, group in my program. Mm. So it was yeah it was just this is just part of the challenge of course um, yeah and i want I, and i honestly don't want and this is where we work with wonder Colours because we want we don't want other women to compromise that yeah. we are who we are we don't have to change in order to fit in mm-hmm. so this is a lot this is a huge part of uh, of what we do at wonder coders
0: yeah it, it sounds amazing what you do in terms of um inspiring people giving them that safe space but also you know it's making me feel more confident just listening to you like confident that it's okay that I get emotional you know I'm not I'm not a techie I work with the tech industry but my whole life I've cried in in the toilets and had to hide how I feel um about situations um because of course it's okay for a man to punch a table but it's definitely not okay for me to cry you know um And I think that it's really inspiring to hear your story and what you've done with the story. And you've turned this into real action in a safe space. I keep mentioning the safe space because I think anybody in their career, everybody's careers, if they want to invest in it, it's going to be hard and they need to stick at it and they need a support structure and you have provided this support structure and you know i've got i've got quite a large following um, now within the fintech space or people interested in in a career in tech and i really want them to follow you and connect with you because i think a lot of the things that you do will will help help us build this network of support for people because if someone in their career can have support from someone like you and your organization rather than having to constantly compromise themselves they're going to get further and that's that's surely the point so my final question is how do people get in touch with you how do they become part of your group
1: um, and keep in touch um, of course you can be found online if you search for one of coders, Um it will pop up our website and social media um, what we what our goal is we want to um, we want to tell everyone and, and make sure that everyone knows that um this organization is all about diversity in the industry this organization is all about inclusion so what we have seen so far is a lot of guys that don't even approach us because they think that we are as you mentioned earlier, the, the next you know girl power organization but it's not the point uh we want as a, as i again mentioned earlier I know and I believe that everyone should be in some way involved in technology. We sh- all should know what technology is, how it will influence our future and why we should be part of it. And in order for us to inspire others, we need mentors, we need role models. So this is how One Dakota's work. If you want to be a role model, we can feature you, you can share your story, tell us how you got there, all the challenges, how you, you know, support others and inspire others. If you want to be a mentor and, you know, teach different programming languages or UX, UI, design, or anything that you'd like to to share, it's it's all about knowledge sharing, right? And giving Mm -hmm. back. Um, So this is another way to contribute. Um, And we want to involve men as much as we can because you are, or most of you are with the knowledge, so we need you to help us out. Uh, We need you uh, to make a difference so in I, I, any way if you can if okay. you feel like contributing we're open um, our organization is 100 percent volunteer based so no none of us is um, employed in any way within the organization it's all about being a change maker
0: and be the change maker is our message well plamin thank you so much it's been a real inspiration and I, and I love your openness and honesty with sharing your story and why you set this up um and I cannot wait for this podcast to go live. And thank you to everybody that's listening. So you joined us on Women of Fintech, but you are a woman of tech. So thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for the podcast. It was, it was indeed an amazing experience. And I hope that we can do that again in the future. There's so much to talk about. And I believe that 20 minutes are definitely not enough. <laughs> definitely. Definitely.
0: We'll do, we'll do another one in like six months time and see, how, see where, where we've moved on.
1: Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you.